Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome to Spiritual Thinking, Solutions to Real Problems. Today, it's about understanding this, the benefits of knowing your identity. There are incredible benefits to knowing your identity. If we don't know who we are, we're going to be chasing our identity our whole life. When you find out who you are, guess what? You can't be stopped. I guarantee you, you cannot be stopped because there are incredible benefits to knowing your identity. Now, most people try to plan other people's lives or you're trying to figure out what they're doing, what's going on with them, what's going on in their house, at work, in the office, at the store, in the community, on the news, what's the latest on somebody else, but you need to know the now on your life today. Mm -hmm. You need to know the now, what's going on with you. First of all is this, know where you came from. In order to understand your identity, in order to really know it, you gotta know where you came from. Now, this is a spiritual solution to a real problem. God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. You have authority and dominion over the creeps. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm talking to you. Anybody that looks like a creep, acts like a creep, come on, they may be a creep. You got authority over the creeps. So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. That's in the book of beginnings. That is in the book of Genesis. You have to know where you came from. I don't know about you, but I truly believe I did not evolve. I did not come from an ape. I came from the creation of the word of God. You have to know where you came from. If you don't know where you came from, it's tough to know where you are going. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works 
and that my soul knows very well. Now this psalmist in Psalms 139 tells us that God formed us in our inward parts, in the inward parts, in my mother's womb. He covered me with the womb of my mother, but yet God formed me inwardly, the organs, everything about me, my brain, my body, my hands, my arms, my legs, my fingers, all of those things God formed. And it's important for you to recognize where you came from. You came from God and he spoke it. And when he spoke it, it came to pass. Yes, God knew the parents. God knew your parents. God knows my parents. My parents are both passed on. They in eternity and I believe they're with the Lord. God knew them before they got together. And voila, I was born and you were born. Now we were born fearfully, not running from God, but reverently put together by God to worship him. Everybody's gonna worship somebody. You're either gonna serve God or you're gonna serve materialistic things, or you're gonna serve money. You're gonna serve material things. You're gonna serve things in this world. We have been born to worship something. Most people have idols, a statue, money, a person. They're serving things. They're trying to find happiness. They're trying to find contentment. They're trying to put something ahead so they can see it, so they can touch it, so they can hold it, so they can worship it, so they can look forward to it, but that is not God's plan. You and I were formed reverently, put together to worship the true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the B-I-B-L-E, the God of the Bible. We are reverently put together, and that's what that word really means. I am fearfully if you don't worship God, you're gonna worship a false God. And you're gonna get what the false God can give you that is nothing. That is fluff, that is hype, that is fleshly activity. That means it's gonna appease your emotions, it's gonna appease how you feel, it's gonna to cater to you the fleshly part, the emotional part. But God is a God of all your flesh, your emotions, your mind, your will, and all of that plus more. So you gotta know that you have been put on this earth to worship the true God, but not only that, how intricately you were put together, the two ears, the nose, the eyes, your hands, how tall you are, how short you are, how wide you are, how slim you are, how thin you are, the size of your nose, the, the, the length of your eyes, the shape of your eyes, the shape of your head, the, the shape of your body. There's so many people don't like how they look. They hate to look in the mirror. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Your height is there for purpose. Yes, genetics has a part of it, but God knew your genetic makeup. So love yourself. 
know that you came from God because the Bible said marvelous are his works. You're not a mistake. And it says my soul, that means your mind, your soul knows this very well. Your mind and how you think, your choices, which is your will, and your emotions and how you feel. That's part of your soulish makeup, your mind, your will, and your emotions. All of that knows well. You really know you didn't come from a evolving state or the Big Bang Theory. That's not what I believe. You came from God. God created you. Know where you came from. You're not a mistake. And God has a plan for your life. That will help you to understand your identity in life. The second thing is this. Well, let me finish this point. When you know where you came from, you will know where you are going. You will have, guess what? Insight that you were born not by mistake. You have character and dominion. God created you to dominate, not to be dominated. One scripture says, once you give your heart to God, sin shall no longer have dominion over you. The past cannot defeat you because you have character. You have the likeness of God and you have dominion. So know that. That's where you came from. You came from God. The second thing is this. Know who you are. Mm -hmm. You got to know that. I haven't always known who I am. I haven't always known I came from God, but I do know that today. When we are not connected to the source of our identity, that is why we do not know who we are. You got to know who you are. The word who means what or which person. Someone may say, who is that man? Who is that woman? It could be how they carry themselves, how they talk, how they walk, or the attitude about themselves. At work, in relationships, the attitude about money, the attitude about life, for that matter. Because they stick out. They don't have it all together, probably, in every area, but you can see something about them that is different than the norm. When you know who you are, you are not normal. You are not common. You are uncommon because God is your source. He's the source of your identity and how you identify life. You identify life in God instead of what's going on around you. That means you know, you're not trying to guess any longer. You're not trying to figure it out. Life can make you feel less than anything. But once you give your life to God, because God is the life giver, you will stay connected to the vine and you will bear much fruit. Mm, mm, mm. Now, is there something or someone that is making you feel less than who God says you are. Who's in your circle, your inner circle? 
that's causing problems, that's trying to shade your identity, trying to cover you up. Don't listen to that little voice in your head that's telling you you're nobody going nowhere. You are a mistake. Your daddy didn't want you. Your parents divorced because of you. They didn't want you either. And they definitely didn't want another child. You will never get over what happened to you as a child. You are still remembered. Now these words are not what you should be listening to. You gotta listen to life because death and life, let's focus on life, are in the power of your words, the power of your tongue. You should be listening to life and not death. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all have become new. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. For I know the plans I have for use, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment or torment. And whoever fears have not been perfected in love. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Why? Even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The Lord your God is in the midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, or Christ died for the ungodly. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That means a self-controlled mind, a disciplined mind. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is not slow concerning his promise, as some count slackness or slowness, but is patient toward you, 
not wishing that any should perish, but all should reach or come to repentance. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possessions, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. These things we need to remember. And once you remember this, you'll be able to thrive in who you are. Now, a couple of more points I want you to know before we continue to the last point. I just have three things I want to share with you today. You must continue. Stay in the Word. You got to continue in the Word of God. If you don't have a Bible, email me. It will be in the description. Let me know. Call me. Email me. Get a hold of me somehow. I will send you a Bible. You've got to pray. The word prayer means talking to God. It's a dialogue. It's not a monologue. You have to talk to God and then you have to listen. It's a two-way communication, but you got to stay in the word of God. That means you got to read it and hopefully you believe it. That means you're going to follow his commands. You got to follow what God tells you to do. He is Lord. Believe me, Jesus, you got to trust. So you stay in the word. You have to pray, follow his word or his commands, and then trust in the Lord. When you know who you are, you have great confidence. That's the benefit. You have confidence and esteem and the ability to help others. And guess what? Others will help you. As a person, people will be a part of your life. Do y'all know that? Other people will want to be a part of your life because you know who you are and you know where you're going. I know where I am. I know who I am. That's one of the reasons I am so blessed to be a blessing. And that's you too. My last thing is this. Know what your purpose is. My goodness. Woo! My purpose is to help others to help God's creation reach their full potential spiritually, mentally, relationally, financially, and physically. The first thing is spiritually. So you have to know your purpose. Know what your purpose is. Purpose means the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. For example, in Proverbs chapter eight, the Bible says, I'm gonna paraphrase it, God will help you find knowledge of witty inventions. You, you can be an inventor and not know it. God could give you an idea to patent and to bring it to the marketplace and you can be a blessing as well as be blessed monetarily, financially. You can help somebody get through something. There's so many inventions out there that God has given somebody that insight that others don't have. 
Yes, you got to know what your purpose is, meaning you may be able to contribute to the community. You may be a blessing in your home. You may know how to decorate. You may know how to start a nonprofit to help the, for the less fortunate and the fortunate if you can. Your purpose could be just being real, living authentically. Your purpose could be inspiring other people by writing a book. What about that? Or writing poems. What about that? You could be the person in the middle that bridges gaps, that help to foster connections with the community or with another business, with another business. You could be that intermediate person. You could be a person that knows how to live mindfully. That means you know what you're thinking about and you know how to think critically and to get to a conclusion. You could be a person that could help people to know how to have life balance. You could be a great listener, a great counselor. You know how to listen to people and give them the right information that they need to succeed or to get unstuck. You could be an incredible parent, like a father or a mother that could be raising successful, productive, and children that are blessed to be a blessing. And the attitude would be perpetuated to the next generation. You could be raising a strong family tree by raising your children and teaching them to raise their children in the right way from a biblical standpoint and helping people to go forward and have success. You could be a person that is just completely joyful. You're just full of joy. That's kind of me. That's kind of how I am. I love to smile. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. I just love me because God loves me. See, in order to be productive and to know your purpose, one of the ways you can get there is to love yourself. Don't hate yourself. Don't compare yourself with other people. Stop it. Don't do it. You could be a great teacher in schools, in college. You could be an incredible professor, incredible middle school teacher. We need great and passionate and connected middle school teachers that is helping sixth, seventh, and eighth graders get to another level. Yes, we need high school teachers. We need elementary teachers. You could be an incredible, passionate teacher and know how to help handicapped teachers. I mean, handicapped students, in other words. There could be some handicapped teachers too, but that's another conversation. Whatever you have, make it known. Make it known in the world. You could be somebody that loves to make other people happy or joyous or make them smile. When you show up at work, when you come home, when you're at the store, your smile can be so contagious. Your joy that you have, the joy that God has given you, because this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. Guess what? The world is not going to take it away. Write a book. You could be a scientist. We need great godly and great scientists that knows how to do research, study things to help somebody else get better. You could be an artist. Whatever it is, whatever you do, do it with all your might, with all your strength, and with 
great resolve to make a difference. And you will eventually know what you're good at and you will know what you're not good at. But don't stop. Don't give in. Don't throw in a towel because you have to know your purpose. Everyone's purpose is connected to somebody else's purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes, people have invented one thing that is connected to another invention that is connected to another invention that is helping somebody else. And that's the part of life. That's how God meant it to be. We all are here for one another, just like I am here on this particular platform. However you're gonna to listen to this or however you're gonna watch it, I am here to help you reach your full potential as God's creation. If you're stuck, I'm gonna show you how to get unstuck. If you're down, you're gonna be up. If you are discouraged, my goal is to encourage you. If you don't know your purpose, my purpose is to help you to reach your purpose. I'm going to enable you, I'm going to equip you, and I'm going to encourage you. And once I do that, I have done what I believe God wants me to do, to help people that are single, married, to help people that are struggling financially, to help people that are struggling mentally, emotionally, to help people that are just struggling in life and trying to find their way through these treacherous waters that all of us are in, especially during this pandemic. It is messing up a lot of minds. It's messing up the young, the old, and everybody in between. But despite of all what's going on, you can know where you came from. And you did not come from any evolving state. That's my belief. You came from God. Once you know that, you can know where you're going. Then you can know who you are. You're somebody going somewhere. So you got to listen to positive things, godly things, and then you got to speak positive things and godly things. And once you do that, you'll be on your way. Without a doubt, I guarantee you. The third thing and the last thing, know what your purpose is. A person with purpose is a person with power and influence. A person with purpose, think about it, is a person with power. You got power and also influence. A person without it may feel like a drifter. I don't want you to drift in life. I want you to have purpose in life. There's so many people that are drifting like a, a sailboat without a sail a ship without a rudder. There's so many drifters. Stop drifting and be a man and woman of purpose. See, you're not just here without meaning. You have a purpose and you have meaning, significance, and value in life. Yes, you do. So let's go forward. Let's get with it and let's get on it because God has a plan for your life and you get to know his plan. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode.
Until next time.